Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. D-O-I in apostrophe, I-T-W-I-T, H-D-A-N-N-Y, and J-E-N-N-Y. Doing it with Danny and Jenny. Thank you, Eli Braden, for that lovely song. You know, he says that it's a revolution in podcasts, and every week we do this show, <laughs> we, like we do it we every week. We try to do it every week. Well, yeah. we try to do it every week. <laughs> we say, yes, it is a revolution in podcasts, and I'm going to be honest with you, because to our five listeners, we are saying that ironically. However, today, this is really a revolution in podcasts. I think it Jenny is. Johnson, high five. I think it is. Danny Zucker, at Danny Zucker. Yes. I'm very excited on a personal level tell me for a guest oh because our guest our guest okay. yeah okay so if anybody follows me at all knows i have a bit of a boner for dateline jenny loves dateline it's, a big old jenny boner for yeah dateline. It's, it's a tie between dateline and dogs uh no it's not even a competition <laughs> okay, dateline. dateline first okay all day long okay so we have josh mankowitz the great here. josh mankowitz yeah that dewey has already humped him yeah okay sure. yeah First of all, welcome, Josh. And Thank that's you. amazing because Dewey... That's well, how loved you are in this household. Wow. You Dewey, walked in the door, my dog hunts That is you. honor. But that's a little bit how we know you have that star thing. Yeah. Because a lot of people... That like, ju- Dewey's going to hump you. Right. And usually within five minutes. Right. I've never seen... Yeah. Have you ever seen an immediate hump? I've never seen an immediate hump. We should also point out that Josh is dressed a little seductively today. And so, I'm glad you said it. Um, I'm glad you said it so I didn't have to no, say, I'm just you say know? it. I mean, like, and I'm, I don't think anybody's ever asking for it. I mean, to be fair, Dewey kind of... He certainly... I would say Dewey beat us to it, yes, if you will. Yeah, Dewey beat us to it. Josh is wearing come-hither pants. I am. Dog. They are. I am. Yeah. They are. Yeah. If um, those pants could talk. Yeah. 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 Are you regretting this already, Josh? No, no. I'm... Uh, I'm, I'm that's, this is exactly what I expected. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we've been uh, we're 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 so thrilled, and you know we're both huge fans. And to me, I mean, I know Jenny has had a more direct relationship with Dateline with her love affair for Keith. Yes, but I was one of the exciting things about Twitter was sometimes when you would tweet things, people would respond to you. And I once put out a tweet of a picture of myself and my family saying this would make a great, um, I, I, I can't wait to, I, I can't remember wait, this. I, I can't wait for the slow pan across this for my Dateline segment. <laughs> and then Josh immediately tweeted back at me. Uh, I forgot exactly what it was. He said, I'm going to need your, I'm going to need your high school year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
and some and, and like, some shots of you in happier times. I was like I am blessed to live in the age of social media when you can actually meet your heroes. That's that is exactly how this all began. Yeah. Some yeah. candid photo of you just yeah. like yeah. grinning yeah. and ha- these were happier times. Yeah. Danny yeah. never stopped laughing. Yeah. 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 But most people yeah. Yeah. most people would have called 911. Right. But you but you didn't do that, did you? You didn't do that. Did you? <laughs> Most people, they find a dead body. We're going to make out t-shirts. They yeah. call 911. She didn't uh, do that, dude. Throwing money away here. Live from Aruba. Okay, well, that's the only... I've been to Aruba one time. Really? Yeah. That yeah. must have been like the most I, recent one. I didn't... No, Keith did Natalie Holloway. That was yeah. the... I, I went there one time for another guy, a guy who um, invited this woman to... to uh, go to Aruba with him. Guy, put uh, some Dateline music under this. Go on. Uh, he invites, he meets a woman, I think, on Craigslist, invites her to go to uh, uh, Aruba with him on what's clearly going to be a, you know, we're going to uh, uh, drink a lot and do some other things that we might later not want to tell anybody about. Mm-hmm. And Anal. Go on. And, um, and, 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 oh, and my. And they didn't know each other well at all. I think they literally had just met online. And somehow he got her to sign the American Express travel insurance thing. He must have brought it by her work or something and said this is like the only way, because he had miles for the tickets and stuff. We're spending a lot of money. But anyway, one of the things apparently that she signed was her signature on this $1 million life insurance policy yeah. payable to this guy that she'd literally met like Thursday. Yeah, from, and, but from Craigslist. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm yes, not terribly right, shocked about her. Right. So... Down they go to Aruba, and alcohol is consumed, and goodness knows what else happens. And then they go snorkeling, and I believe a rogue wave, which is what I'm going to call a boat if I ever get one. Yeah, right? that's yeah. great. They both go under, but he comes up, and she doesn't, and he looks for her, he says, and he yeah. can't find her, and they've never found her to this day. Well, what a lucky coincidence I mean, that saying, he took out that insurance policy. By the way, I mean, by the way Aruba, Aruba's I mean, I was like I was thinking, what a waste two, of money, right, but it turns out... Yeah. Am I missing the point of the story, Josh Mankiewicz? Yeah. No, I, I'm going like that's it. this is about this is about doing the right thing at the right time. You're absolutely right. For it's, a while, weren't there like a bunch of murders in like Aruba was sort of the unmarked van of islands it was, for it was a while? Not like a it wasn't like well, blonde women. I would did say. Not- Farewell. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you, yeah. Jenny, were going to Aruba, I no. would literally you throw my body in front of yeah. American Airlines. Yeah. yeah That's the Aruba. nicest thing anyone's ever seen right? to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sorry, really I'm sweet. about to break up with Keith. Yeah, well, yeah. just remember who's here and who Swedish. isn't. Yeah, but, uh, Swedish Swedish didn't show up. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it was, not a good, it was not a good place for, uh, for blonde women. No, for, it was not. It's, it's, yeah. it, and because they're not found and people tend to get away with it. Yeah. Well, th- this woman has never turned up anywhere. That's Robin Gardner was her name. Robin wow. Gardner. Do you yeah. remember? I mean, I, this is, I have a question about and that. And this fellow, by the way, was briefly detained in Aruba, but I think never faced any well, Jorgen Vandersloot briefly yeah. detained at Aruba. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's... But he went on to gamble in Peru. I mean, yeah. he but was... he gambled with his life and didn't make it. Well, that was good. Wow, that's great. Well, you... <laughs> so, I, so, uh, someone's auditioning. <laughs> I just yeah. was showing off. In the high stakes yeah. game of murder. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> he went all in. He went yeah. all in on black. Yeah. It turned out to be red. Yeah. Blood. Red. Red. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I can't even do it. I was going to tell you with Lucky 7. I had nothing. Well, we have to bring up to speed. So we were briefly before we started talking about Bill Hader's impression of you that he had done on Jimmy Kimmel, in which we can link to. Good. Link to this. Which we absolutely should link to. When you texted me this, you said, this is the greatest thing. This is a highlight of my career. And Bill Hader said, there's this guy, Josh Mankiewicz, who's always in Aruba. Or, hey, there's a murder in Cabo. Mine. I've got it. And you were saying... Only been to Aruba that you would never. That was the only like. I know, I know. It was uh, hearing Bill Hader imitate me. Was uh, the, 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 yeah, I mean that was so. What can I say? Actually, I mean, that was it, it was the greatest. He said the, the the drinking game with you. It was every time you say, well, most people when they find a dead body, they call nine one one. But you didn't do that, did you? And <laughs> now when I he feel said that I fucking died laughing because I'm like, you have said that. And now I feel like I must say that like word for word but, in every program. But by the way, show. how many people have you talked to that didn't call nine one one? A lot. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, but I, I'm sure I have said it's that. Like they uh, took showers, but, put makeup weirdly, on. Weirdly, right? Well, well, I mean, for instance, I mean this uh, uh, this thing we we're just talking about. I mean, there's 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 all kinds of of. Uh, uh, you see people again and again and again sort of tripped up by their own actions. Um, you know, we don't, cops often say that, you know, we don't catch the smart ones. You know, like yeah. the, you know, really clever criminals. You know, they, don't, they, don't, we don't, we don't, they don't come through these doors. We don't generally do stories about people like that. We do stories about people who are amateur murderers, first timers, right. and they think to themselves, yeah, I'm just going to kill my wife and I'll get the insurance money. And then yeah. when the police ask me if I had anything to do with it, I'll say no. And then I'll, and I'll even the try and cry. And that'll like, be the end of that. Yeah. yeah this it. gives me hope for Donald Trump, by the way. Like <laughs> but, it, that, that, but it's also that people don't realize it's like, oh, the first person that's looked at is the spouse. Uh, yeah. And, and Always. And, and they're not just going to ask you one time whether you did it. Right. Yeah. And, and I also don't think that people realize that when they're in an interrogation room that that's being recorded. Yeah, I, uh, people don't seem to realize that. That's right. Yeah, because they'll start like, crying, and then the detective walks out, and then they're like, shh, fuck. Yeah. Like, they just yeah. like go. No, no, I like mean, it's they like, go full Robert Durst. Uh, exactly. Well, I mean, exactly. Uh, when, the, when, the, uh, when the guy left the room in, the, in Mesa, Arizona, uh, Jody Arias started mm-hmm. doing yoga. She got into a headstand. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, that's not done. Or I like the ones that just, that full-on Robert Durst, so they start talking to themselves and mumbling, and they're just like, come on, what did you say? Come on, come on. And they're just like, they yeah, look no, even crazier, like, talking to themselves. Yeah, people in frequently room. do not realize that that's all under under uh, surveillance, and they also don't realize that all uh, phone calls uh, in the jailhouse. Oh, the jailhouse phone Yeah, calls. those are all monitored. Or they don't to... understand the pinging of cell phones when they... No, a lot of people do not, have not picked up on that yet. Josh, I would like to ask a question. Yes. How many dead bodies... Have you reported on on this program over the years? I mean, how many how many murders have there been? And I'm because I, 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 I have a follow up question on this. Oh uh, well, I I mean I'm going to say I mean me personally I mean I mean count them. Yeah, I don't count them, but I mean we started we you know I joined Dateline in in '95, but we didn't start uh, doing crime all the time until like about 2006. Okay. Yeah. So it's been about 12 years of pretty much a steady diet of that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, a lot, um, dozens. This is the question I have about this, and I'm, I'm only being half facetious. When you see people in your lives in relationships, is there a part of your brain that goes to worst case scenario? <laughs> I, I, are you a father? Do you have kids? I do not. Okay. No. Yeah, but but I, I but I was but I, I I think like if I were in that world where I was so inundated with the worst of humanity, would I like think like oh that guy who like I look at that couple across the way and it's like 
oh, he's definitely going to chop her head off and put it in a fridge. Or, or, yeah. or would you look at someone and go, like, maybe not that, or, like, I wouldn't be surprised if I heard that. I do. Um, I, I don't think that. But oh, okay. I do. Good. But you I do. You come across people like that. I, no, I do see, you know, so much of what we do at Dateline, uh, so much of the crimes that we end up covering that end up in, in murders and subsequent investigations begin with some sort of domestic violence. And that you do see all the time is people who act in a controlling or bullying way to their spouse. And I mean, 99 times out of 100, of course, that doesn't end up in murder. That just ends up you being married to a jerk. But but I do see that a lot. And I always think like, oh, yeah, that, where that, where, if you keep going, where that ends is, you know, in court. Uh, you know, in a, in a murder trial. But, you know, I mean, I just, I, people ask me a lot of whether I get, whether I have nightmares about what yeah. we do, and I don't. But I do stay in touch with a lot of the people that we cover, a lot of the families. That I was are, fairly that, impressed that with behind. how quickly you had the names of these people because well, you must get very close to them. Yeah, no, this is, you, you do. And you, you, yeah, I mean, you, you really live with these cases for a little while and well, you spend a lot of time with the families. Well, don't like some of them take you like two years like you're back oh yeah sometimes yeah sure because we're we're completely at the mercy of trial schedules so i mean if if there's a mistrial or if you know the the judge retires or lawyer you know guy guy changes his attorney suddenly that's like eight more months eight nine more months and we have to you know obviously we have to keep going so you better be working on a bunch of these things at the same time i mean about a month ago for the first time ever, somebody I know got murdered. Yes, it which is. is a story I did just a couple of days ago on Dateline. Yeah, oh my gosh. Uh, was a uh, a friend of mine who was a forensic psychiatrist in Phoenix named Steve Pitt, who was killed by a guy who was trying to settle a bunch of scores from his divorce about eight or nine years earlier. Oh this was just uh, back a, in May when this happened. This happened like the last couple of days of May. Yeah, yeah. I was I was. Uh, I was driving up to a uh, to a wedding in, uh, in 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 Central California, and you know my office called. And I'm thinking like, no, 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 I'm I'm I, I can't I can't I can't do anything. I gotta go. And then they they emailed me oh, the story terrible. from the Arizona Republic. I, I almost drove off the road. I mean, I'd seen him like a week earlier. Yikes! Uh, and this was a guy. And the, again, same thing. This was a guy. This was an abusive. A mentally ill guy, but also an abusive guy who was is in, in this in this making this woman's life hell in in a marriage, and they finally split up. There was a very bitter custody battle. He was ordered to undergo psychiatric evaluation. My friend Steve did the evaluation. This guy represented himself, so he was able to get the tapes because he was representing himself. He was able to get the tapes of his evaluation with Steve and his wife's evaluation with Steve. So in his mind, that probably made Steve like a bigger character in all of this than he otherwise might have been. Well, it seemed like Steve also nailed it. Like his evaluation of like exactly what this is, this is what's probably going to happen. Like Steve Pitt was brilliant and his evaluation was like, it was like going to a fortune teller. I mean, he basically said, if this guy doesn't get help, he's going to become increasingly violent and he's going to, you know, he's going to make a lot of people's lives miserable, which is exactly what happened. And he, he found, he found Steve he killed him the next day he went to the the lawyer office of his wife's lawyer she wasn't there so he killed a couple of paralegals who had the bad luck to be working late oh, yeah. no. the next day he went to uh, or maybe later that night we don't know exactly when that was he went to the office of the therapist who had treated their son she wasn't there so he killed the guy who shared the office with her and he went and killed and, a, and then there was a tennis buddy and, and he and killed some friends of his who maybe wouldn't give him money it's not clear why he did that oh my and God. as police and finally I mean finally they, they figured out what the connection was because the 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 former bodyguard now husband of the of the wife the woman who was at the center of all this 
called the police and said, I, I, I know what these, I know what connects these crime scenes. And then they knew who to look for, and they knew where he was, and as they closed in, he killed himself. But he left a horrible trail in, okay. in his wake. And by the way, the only thing that's unique about this story is the number of people that got killed, because yeah. the vengeful, crazy, abusive ex-husband who's, who's frightening nature is not taken seriously by the legal system that's unfortunately not new at all it's not because the guy actually you could hear audio of him telling the wife he's going to kill her right he uses holds them hostage for an hour uses their 11 year old son as a human shield as he walks out when the police are waiting he got a slap on the fucking wrist yeah and you don't like you don't say okay you can't you can't be around your kid anymore after you've used him as a shield you can't can't be a gun owner yeah no, no, he's... No. Wow, that is... Yeah, he pleaded guilty to disorderly conduct, which is like getting drunk and shouting at the neighborhood, or right. as Jenny refers to it, right, Thursday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what my neighbors yeah. call it. <laughs> I mean... Oh, my God. Yeah. It's... Yeah, no, it's it's it, it's a dark place. I have a, I, yeah. I have a friend whose sister was yeah. murdered in the same way. Like, it was it's, an abusive guy, it, and... and and it's like unfortunate because until somebody seems to, you have to actually murder someone before they take it serious. That's right. This is the first time that I ever, I ever could say the words like my friend was murdered. Yeah. I, I, it still sounds weird to me. It, was, uh, it should. And, and yeah, and uh, and and it's. Uh, and then I did the story because I could not do it. I mean, like, of right. course. Yeah. I'm going to say to Keith, like, can you please do that? I, you know, no. When I did this air? I want, I, I mean, uh, I Friday. Just, just Friday. Just oh, cool. It's on my DVR. Will yeah. they do it tonight? Don't they usually do Friday nights on Sunday? I do they, do they rebroadcast it? I no, it's, it's something else. It's something been else. Doing some... I think I don't know what they, tonight well, is. I'll be watching it on tonight. Saturday. I know they do like a sometimes. Yeah, Saturday, but, but I, don't then think... I thought on Sunday they've Sunday they've... lately has been something new. Oh, I don't like that. No, I th- I, th- <laughs> I know that they had done some Friday night ones on Sunday, like like rerun them just a couple of days later. Uh-huh. Really, I mean, you know I... more about daily than I do. Yeah. I don't know. I could be wrong though. Yeah, Google it. I'm gonna, go with, I'm gonna go with Jenny on this. <laughs> so because I'm I'm a writer. Yes. And I, when I'm God, can you ever stop talking about that? Well, Jesus. Like when I'm bringing, when, <laughs> oh, I'm a writer. God. I'm a writer. Now let's get to the Emmys. How many five, do you have? Um, five yeah. Emmys, a Golden Globe, and a Peabody. It, oh, but it doesn't well. none of that matters because what's important yeah. is my Twitter awards. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But, um, <laughs> But when I'm the, thinking of the a, Fame Star trophy, yeah, my that's Fame Star the, story, yeah. uh, Thank you for that. By thank the way, you. No, that's, it was that's, really beautiful of you. Yeah. Very generous of you to give. Um, <laughs> but like, so when I'm coming up with a story, yes, I know from my format, I need three act breaks. Mm-hmm. I need a story that had like has a like a beginning, a middle, and an end. Basically, some place to stop for the commercial and that. I'm assuming in your stories, you probably need five act breaks. Is that correct? Yes, we have six acts. Six yes. acts. So, yeah. so what makes because murders happen every day. <laughs> Sadly, many of yes. them happen. Yes. What is do? You, what takes you down the road? Like, what makes the story for you? Like, what are the things you're looking for when you're breaking that story? Because you're really telling a story through all this stuff. We are, and that's why you know. First of all, we tried at one point doing unsolved cases because it was helpful to law enforcement sure. and, and it also opened up a lot more stories for us. The audience didn't like it because they want to hear at, you know, 1058, you know, Danny was convicted. Yeah. He, he's doing life. They don't want the Sopranos yeah. ending. No. no, no they no, don't no. want to no. yeah. just go to no. black. No, no, that's right. Like, and they want ends in shit. Good night. Yeah. Sweet they want to know. He, yeah. he, he was convicted. He's doing life. Stay tuned for your late local news. Sure. And so we, and when, and when we were doing stories without an ending, people were really angry. So, so 
Also, we have to wait until the end because that's when you get the court file. Sure. That's when the, the cops and the prosecutors usually won't talk to you until it's been adjudicated. You can get the families earlier, but you kind of need the, the everybody to go ahead. So, you know, we don't pick the bloodiest case. Stories about, about you know, serial killers, stories about sex crimes, stories in which kids are the victims. The audience frequently changes the channel. Yeah. That's one of the things that made this a tough sell on Friday about Steve Pitt and the other people who were killed in, in Phoenix is that that story is pretty dark. Yeah, I would say uh, so. Uh, frequently, our, you know, most people have never been touched by violent crime, and I hope they aren't. But everybody's been in a relationship that yeah. didn't work out the way it was supposed to. Sure. That's sort of more what this is about frequently. It's, it's, as Dennis famously says, it's, it's, it's not the murder, it's the marriage. So, yeah. so, you know, we're not looking for the worst or most shocking crime. We're looking for a story that's got some twists in it. You're right, we have to have breaks. We don't have, you know, you don't have a 17-minute, First yeah. act. I mean, I, I think the the lengths of the of, of the different acts are fungible, except that we have for uh, for uh, uh, FCC reasons. I think we have to be in a in a station break at, at, at the bottom of the hour. Yeah, yeah. but otherwise, you know, you've one of them seven minutes, one of them's five minutes. That's okay. Yeah, same with us. Uh, but yeah, we have to have a story that has some twists and turns where we can we can stop and start. And some stories lend themselves to that, and some stories, you know, you find yourself saying, you know, and then they got a phone call, and you go to a break, and you come back, and you're like, and that turned out to be a wrong number, but, yeah. you know. That's what we call in our business, schmuck bait. Yes. Um, yes. Everyone at home calls, oh, come. The oh, please, yeah. 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 Well, the other thing that we don't do as much anymore is this thing that I used to hear from, you know, people in airports about is, is the the assumption that the audience uh, has, you know, some sort of memory problem. Oh, you know, you? like, you know, oh, remember, yeah, yeah. you know, remember yeah. you went to work today and then yeah. you came home and yeah. you turned on the TV and you were watching. Well, we just told you that. Hey, you stupid fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're a little. That's good. Well, you're having a successful. That's a network note, though. Networks Everyone's all, talking to their senile It's also because you want to be able, if people, you want to be able to say to people, if you join late, we can still bring you up to date a little bit. I know. But it's, you know, we have that. It's like, you know, we, we, the joke we've had in writer's rooms for us is like if we establish their relationship. And then, like, I will always take that a step further. It's like, okay, well, they all seem to be stuck to the ground. Have we established gravity? <laughs> Do we need to talk about that? Have we established respiration? Because I noticed that their uh, legs are going. Should in. we mention <laughs> that they're all breathing? Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, um, we should probably say. No, yeah, no, no we one, should say. I don't want to leave anybody confused. Right. These people are all alive. I, my, yeah. my, my feeling is that, like, a lot of the dumber network and studio people, because a lot of times dumb people assume, the dumbest of dumb people assume everybody is as dumb as they are. The like, smartest dumb I, I people. I always think they assume that they're smarter than everyone. They're probably, so dumb. You yeah, know, like, yeah, that's that probably They're like, true. I, mean, I know it's. Uh, you know. Our audience, like, like, I mean, first of all, they're, they're like, they've been watching for a while. They're conversant and, in this. Yeah, and, and, and like, I mean, I get these great notes from people, which is the really great thing about social media is you get to hear from from the audience. Yeah, because it used to be like if you got a if you got a good rating, that means they liked it, and if you didn't, that means they didn't like it. And of course, those are not of course not. not true at all. Friday had uh, an awesome rating, by the way. Right? Yeah. yeah. So so, but we also hear from people, which is wonderful. And like somebody said to me like a couple of months ago, the first guy you show us is never the guy. Right, and I thought about that, and so like I immediately wrote a script in which the next guy, the next time we did it, the first guy was the guy, and we and, and I and I sent it to the line. And they're like, well, "Why are you making the first guy?" And I'm like, "Because the audience is talking about that." 
Yeah. Well, so, you, I used to think it's like at the very beginning, like right, I don't know what, 2006, is that when you said what, they started yeah. really? I loved watching them but at the beginning, so the open of it, this person, it was a great marriage, blah, 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 and they're getting just the quick shots and then there's then there's a guy and it's, there's a cinder block wall behind him and the t- and he's wearing orange scrub top and it's like yeah. who did it could it be the guy in the button down polo no. I have, I have, the guy with the cinder block wall behind him we have with two shotguns pointing at his head <laughs> we have enormous <laughs> arguments about not giving away too much well, of the take thing take that guy to Murphy's and yeah. get him yeah. <laughs> yeah. no it's a little bit like Scooby and Scooby Doo is quite the opposite the very really first guy <laughs> that Scooby be and you right, need right. the kindly guy who owns the candy shop. Right. It's always him in a mask. Always. Who's right. The, That's right. Yeah, yeah. Later, it yeah. changed pretty quick because I well, assume no, that I, most people yeah, must have started spending like, a lot of time figuring out how to disguise who the guilty party is and started keeping that stuff out of the open. So, I mean, I, we did a story once at some we were at some for profit prison in the middle of nowhere, Arizona, and that morning we took the we took the oil painting off the wall of my hotel room and oh, put, put it in with, <laughs> put it in with the gear. And so we get to the prison, and they're looking through the stuff, right? Uh-huh. And I see them pause at the painting. Uh-huh. And you can see the, the guards are thinking, well, it's not a weapon. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure, right? <laughs> kind of a crime against art, maybe, but yeah. You're so, dressing the cell? So, You're putting like an infinity scarf on the guy. Exactly. And put it so we, we hang that behind <laughs> the guy, right? His prison uniform, fortunately, was white pants and a white shirt. Oh, right. So it looked so, like a dress shirt. So I took off my yeah. So I took off my. This wasn't after Labor Day, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that'd be the real crime. That's a crime. Because that <laughs> that would be a crime. Yeah. That's some Emily Post uh, fucking uh, blowing people up shit. Yeah. So I took off my blue blazer and put it on the guy. Right now he looks like he's in Dan with this pastoral scene of like the fox and the hounds behind. That's him, amazing. Right? And it was great. And then at the end. And, you know, you pull back, you know, and, and he's, yeah. and he's shackled. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel like you probably should have used a little more cover up on the swastika he carved right. into his forehead. Right. But still, it was very well, You never know. Yeah. <laughs> I always like the, the the interesting stories of when, because I think it's it's ballsy for someone to do this when they kill their spouse. Okay, uh-huh. so they go two sh- two shots to the right, head, right. and then they'll shoot themselves in the palm of their hand, and maybe in a toe, and go, "Got shot at me too." Guy, you guy, know, like, guy broke in here. Right. Yeah, yeah, guy broke in here briefly. Two, he had incredible two, aim, and then <laughs> no, not so much. No, said, it's yeah. sort of like have you ever had that game where you're bowling, and the first one is like strike, 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 and you think like wow, and then the next one it's nothing but gutter balls. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the same thing with shooting yeah. people. That one always, I always think, God, that's the dumbest fucking criminal, like. Yeah. Not only did you shoot yourself, but like you're going to have to like lose a leg or something if yeah. you want to. No, you going. really got to shoot yourself. You really, if you're going to do this. You have to lose some blood. It could be touch and go. Like, yeah, no, you want to. I want. But there's. Be... It was the guy on the beach. Do you remember this one that he like killed his? I don't. I don't oh yeah, it. yeah. And um, it was like he shot himself in the hand. Yeah. And it was like these well, really was the, pathetic uh... like wounds, and then the chick is like <laughs> doing the head. Yeah. Right. Now that's that's right. Yeah, you've got to. That's right. You got to do a better job of. Uh, um, but you know, I did a story in uh, in uh, Nyack, New York, about a woman who calls the cops. She found her mom dead. She doesn't live with her, but they live near each other. And the cops show up. The woman comes out of the house, and she says the following to the police: She says, 
I think my mom must have been walking down the stairs with a knife, and she tripped and fell on the knife, right? Uh-huh. And then apparently she tripped and fell a few more times on the knife. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she kept getting up and tripping. Island stabs. And, but anyway, Somersault stabs. That, can, she that falls, happen. Yeah. She falls on the knife. I pulled the knife out of her, so you're probably going to find my fingerprints and DNA on it. By the way, my mom is worth like $7 million bucks. But let me tell you, this is not how I wanted to inherit the money, right? And the cops are like... Just continue speaking. No, please. Yeah. Can we see, can we see the legal pad that you practice? Yeah, don't allow me anything I now? say or do to make you stop but talking. You think, right? I mean, okay, but here's the thing. Didn't do it. He didn't she, do it? She wasn't She wasn't the killer. That woman wasn't the killer. Despite the, fa- despite the fact that she nearly talked herself you know, in, a, in a sing-sing. Yeah. I mean, was, was she cuffed yeah. up and put in right, that at is, any point for even a little bit? Was, was she what? Ever cuffed up and like... No, no, but she was deeply under suspicion. The cops were following uh, yeah, her, I would her and her husband. So. But, oh, no, it was... It was like that everything, everything made total sense, and it turned out she actually what she said was true. She saw mom with the knife. She thought, "Oh my God, she must have tripped and fallen on the knife." Didn't notice the other stab wounds. Pulled the knife out, hoping to, you know, I'll take it out and make mom better by taking it yeah. out. And then, yes, she did inherit quite a bit of money. But there are some wow. people like yeah. there are some people that are just also just so odd just in person there's the things they say the, the way they michael peterson the staircase I was no one will never that, right? you know we'll never know did he do it. everyone can have their opinion but right. that case will never no one will ever fully know it can we can we isn't it worth like a whole episode about what's with the last name peterson i know hey. I, I, right scott peterson uh drew peterson, drew peterson. you know yeah. what what gets me is that no one yes. has ever discussed that those two adopted daughters, Margaret and Martha, that Margaret looks just fucking like him. She looks exactly like Michael Peterson. I didn't notice that, but you're right. She looks exactly like him. Same color hair, the eyes, this, no. the way they're set. She, she looks just like him, and you're like, well, that is kind of a... <laughs> that's you know, a coincidence. That's a yeah. coincidence that her mom is yeah. found dead at the bottom of the staircase. And by the way, Elizabeth Radcliffe, the one that they exhumed yeah. her body, as I'm watching the staircase, and I'm so... like I watched it, I don't know how many years ago. Like, and we go to Texas, and I'm like, um, that's my hometown. They were in Bay City, Texas. That's oh, where right. I'm from. That's exactly where I'm from. They're at the cemetery. I'm like, oh my God, I, have, I know the guy that's like two, that <laughs> was buried. Where is, where is Bay City? It's about like 90 miles south of Houston on the coast. It's between like, uh, we're Galveston and Corpus, like right between. And that's where. I used to date a girl from Texas City. Just right Texas down. City is near Galveston. Yeah, it's yeah, right yeah. down there, yeah. Do you watch these true crime things? My brother lost from Texas. Yourself? Do you? Will you? I, or is that like a busman? Like I find it hard to watch sitcoms. To be perfectly honest, right? I, I, You're I, like I could have written it better. Well, first of all, because compared to yours, they all suck. No, right? Trust yeah. me. Look at my IMDb. Yeah. I I'll help you out. Yeah. I wrote Unstacked with Pamela Anderson. Right. So I'm not. Uh. I, I got lucky this time. But yes. But <laughs> but so like that's where she worked at the library. Yeah. Do you get it? Yeah. 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 Here's the joke. Here's the double on double on She has big giant tits. But also, that's what you would keep books in. Right. And so. Right. That was good. Yeah. So yeah. we were off to a pretty clever start. But I can't believe that did not. Living in it all the Like, will you just like settle down and watch Making a Murderer? You know, sometimes I do. I mean, I do like you. I mean, I always think to myself, you know, why are you giving this away now? Yeah. You know, I could, you know, right. I would, I would hold this. But, uh, I do. I don't. I don't watch every one of them. Like I didn't. Um, like making a murderer. I didn't. I. I wasn't. I wasn't doing it. We. I. We, I didn't personally cover it. 
I didn't and, really care for it. Everyone and, really liked yeah. it. I wasn't really that into it. And we did it a couple of times. Dateline did, but it wasn't mine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, a lot of these series, I don't think this is the case with Staircase. Certainly it was with Making a Murderer. There's always, I, I think Netflix's big problem, it's not a big problem because they're doing great and I love it, but they are frequently taking stories, both fictional and nonfiction, mm-hmm. that you could tell in five episodes and stretching them to ten. Well, they did right. that and with I thought Wild Wild Country, oh. and exactly. it was like, it was like six hours long, and I thought Wild yeah. it could have been three. Yeah, just cut it. And they ne- well, see now, so staircase. I was more. You felt the staircase. I was fine with this, the length of the staircase because I just thought every single person that was in the staircase was so unbelievably odd and interesting. Like mm. every person they put but on, if it was the I will say the that, lawyers, the kids, the the ex-wife, like everybody that was so bizarre. My wife agrees with Lauren though that there was like, this is like, they should have cut like a certain... Oh, Lauren Savon is here by the way. Oh, we didn't even mention yeah. that. I'm an editor. She's here as a fan. Yeah, she's yeah, a fan. Yeah, she's a fan. Yeah. Oh, so, oh God, this is flying by. Hey, Josh, would yes. you mind sticking around for... Another episode because we have more to talk about, but we have to wrap up today, and we'll just and we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll grab another we'll grab another half hour of that. Yeah. Well, this is like, a like, a, like a two hour dateline. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's basically going to be like that. And, and, and look, everybody is hanging by the. Everybody's wondering. You know, most of the did time you when you do a podcast, you leave after the first half hour, <laughs> but you didn't do that, did you? <laughs> Hey, you stick around. <laughs> thank you for listening. We have so much more to talk to Josh about. Please tune in uh, next week. I'd like to thank Guy. I still don't know how to pronounce his last name. I think it's Opachinsky or Opachinsky. Or, I don't know. Or, 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 or Coachella. Something It's just Jewish. Yeah, but I'd like to give him a chance to sort of tell us how his week was and just know what he's up to before we go. So, Guy, the floor is yours. Yeah, cool. So I have a new job that I've been working on. I am so bored. Are you as I'm bored so as sorry, I am? Josh. I'm sorry. I'm I sorry, apologize. Josh. I apologize. I'm sorry, Josh. Josh, Josh your business. next story should be about covering about how all the people who are listening to this suddenly died of boredom. <laughs> and, um, and, 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 and that would be a great dateline. Thank you for listening. We'll Thank see you. you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Doing It Nation, Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues to march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50. That's CLNS50 to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Bet online, where the game starts. Look, I mean, the revolution is continuing, Eli Braden. The uh, the revolution is not over. These revolutions are not fought in one night, and then it's not like some bloodless coup, is what I'm saying. These revolutions can go years, and I've stretched this metaphor to its breaking point. Wow. Do you spell bloodless coup? B-L-O-O-D-L-E-S-S-C-O-U-P? I thought you were just going to say coup. But, um... It's a coup, like it's... 
It's a coup. Yeah. It's a coup. Yeah, a bloodless, yeah. bloodless coup. This is a long yeah. way of saying, a very long way of saying, we are back Coop. with Josh Magowitz. Applause. Oh, my God. Josh crazy. Magowitz. Holy, Holy balls. Ladies, oh keep the tops on. Holy oh my, oh my shit. By the way, by the way, the next time we do a story in which the crime scene techs go over a car and don't find any evidence, I'm going to use bloodless coop. And I'm gonna, oh, and I'm, will and you I'm, do that? That would be like an honor. And I'm going to think about you guys. I yes, you I yeah. will feel like the person whoever Carol Burnett was tucking her ear for. Right. That was her grandmother. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you for getting that, Lauren Savon, who's also still with us. She oh. waited here all week long. Wow. Well, yeah, she came back for that seconds. Was nice of her. Yeah. Sloppy seconds, Lauren is what we call her. Uh, I never <laughs> called her that. Yeah. No. Not to her face. No, not to her face. Not, not to her face. Jesus um, Christ. So we're back with the great Josh Magowitz, and we covered. I, I feel like we barely scratched the surface. Um, we did barely scratch the surface. I have a question. This is true. Well, let, can we I know. also say something? Yes. This So Josh and I are friends. Yes. We're buddies. Very close. And uh, I would say like how we met when you were talking uh, last week. Yes. About, you know, your relationship on Twitter. Don't you remember when we were at the Palm having lunch with... Uh, I will never forget Lamont, that. And, and we walked by and you tweeted like, I didn't, I didn't say anything. Like you tweeted something like you, you didn't want to like say anything to yeah. us, and we're yeah. like, oh my god, we're oh my god, so, I would have yeah. been so excited. I know. <laughs> I, I never said this, but I saw you out of the corner of my eye, and I was like, I was like, do I go up and say hi to Josh Mankiewicz? I, oh, like, I, didn't, I know. didn't, and then I felt like, oh my god, I would have been so excited. I know. But well, then we ended up having lunch a few times. We ended up having lunch, yeah, and I. I First of all, if you'd stop by and said hi, I'd go, oh, I know, because you had a mouthful of yeah. Like, meat. Yeah, yeah, me but, too. Of but, meat? <laughs> well, it's the palm. Different yeah, for is. you, though. <laughs> Speaking it of It means jail. dicks. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Yeah. But, oh, uh, that's where you were going with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. She has this yeah. real subtle humor. I do. It's a lot more sense now. Talking about cocks, Josh. Talking about cocks. They're thinkers is what we call them So this is what I do to Josh, our friendship, is that I will watch... With a new Dateline, I'll like I'll DVR them so whenever I get a chance. Yes. And then the moment I sit down to watch it, I tell Josh I'm about to watch. I text him. Yes, that's right. And I get then, these real time updates. And then he gets my full play by play of everything right. that I'm thinking. Who? And sometimes it just says, "So what's with this guy?" Uh, <laughs> I'm like, well, what is she wearing? I, <laughs> Why didn't you say what the hell are I you think wearing? You might be referring to the guy that we introduced at the beginning of Act Two. <laughs> Because I don't really know when you started. I like that pocket square. (laughs) Look, I've watched a lot of media. It's really, I really dig deep. I really like. I've watched a lot of media with Jenny Johnson High Five, and I will say this. I'm very grateful for a pause button. For a pause button. Yeah. Because we will start to get to talk, and it's like, we just we have to pause it, because we have to talk about it as it's happening. Yes. Yes. But that is something that absolutely, yeah, you and I, nobody wants to watch Anything, anything with, with us? us. No, anything with us. Stop. Wait, wait, well, then we, something will get us off, and then we will start. We are huge fans of us. It's and like so... it's like us is like a big tree with a lot of branches. So it starts, and then we start going down this branch, and yeah. it goes back, and it goes And then down. it's like, what were we watching? And anybody who happens to be in the room with us, it's. I mean, it would be super yeah, it would be super obnoxious. We entertain ourselves, but that is ex- that is exactly what I do to you every yeah. time I sit down to watch right. one of Josh's what, episodes. What I is just, he thinking? Yeah, it says, I'm like, I'm like, "Look at that guy." So now, if that guy didn't do it by the end of this, and every time I, I could look through all of our texts, and every time in the middle, Josh will just go, "Keep watching." <laughs> <laughs> do you have that on a so, shortcut key? So. So I, I know if I hit F seven. That's like, what, yeah. Just so, keep, wa- keep watching. Just stop texting me. So, and keep watching. Yeah. So um, 
Well, you know, but, but you're you're not alone in that. I get a lot of I get, I get a lot of people writing to me and and, and, and mostly texting. Oh, I thought it was special. So John Lewin, who was prosecuting Robert Durst, is yeah. a, is oh. a, who's uh, about like if I had committed a crime, but like the last guy in America I'd want coming after me. Right. Yeah. He calls me all the time after datelines, including datelines that I didn't do, to critique the work of the prosecutor. Really? I, so I see, I, I, I'm actually surprised like the phone hasn't rung today, because like, it's usually on a Saturday, and the phone will ring, and I'll see it's him. And I'm like, hi, John. And he says, look, I don't know what the law is in North Carolina, but I would have filed a 314 motion. And I'd be like, well, I don't know what that is, but I'm sure that you're... They, you do realize. Yeah. Well, don't people like, like yeah. my, my own mother will ask these questions because she knows it i know like she knows my obsession with dateline she knows uh-huh. i know josh she knows i know like uh, other people at like uh katie bloom yes yeah, we love friends her with her she's a, a producer there yep. and my mom will say like she she'll ask me a question or she'll go oh you know such and such here in town you josh to do that i'm like he's not a detective like she she thinks <laughs> like do people think really, that i can't really assign josh the story i know but, but do people yeah. think that about you oh, like, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. they assume well, like get I'm, josh to arrest him I'm like actually, why isn't he on the case i'm actually <laughs> flattered by the number of people who say this crime just happened you should get on that i'm like I do not actually solve the crimes. Oh, I, there's I've, a, I've told there's people a that I'm like you're a yeah. superhero. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the crime exactly. has to like be take there's place. A, there has to be an ending, and then y'all. Can... There's a whole police department yeah. which is financed through your tax dollars. <laughs> right? They have a whole bunch of people that actually go out and do this. And they do a very good job. I have also have a theory that people, anytime I see what it doesn't matter whose whose episode it is, but anytime I see an attorney with a ponytail, a male. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't, you're guilty. Just yeah. don't. Well, I've never seen a, a long gray ponytail, and it's like, that's the guy okay, you want to uh, get uh, to represent well, uh, you. I mean, uh, that. We're now, uh, two weeks ago, I did a story. I'm keeping up with the timeline here. Okay. Two weeks ago, I did a story in Atlanta uh, in which there's a guy with a long ponytail. I saw it. Who I thought exactly the same thing, which is like, Grow up, man. Come on. Like, like, what are you doing? Right? You I don't mean, even know what to do with your hair, let alone right. how would you try. handle yeah, my yeah. Divo- <laughs> how would you handle my my criminal case? And also, like, like I mean, it's a little like you know, I mean, the, you know, when your attorney smells like Axe body spray, you're, you're going to prison. You know, <laughs> you know. Get but right. every time you see him, he yeah. he knuckle bumps you instead of shakes your hand. Like, you know, the ladies on the jury crazy, right? Yeah. I watch the commercials. Your attorney smells like well, axe. You're, you're get ready for Corcoran. Yeah. They, they refer to the judge as uh, yeah, yeah, bro, bro. Except, they don't say except then I met this guy in Atlanta. Bruce Harvey is his name. He's one of the top criminal attorneys. And I thought, you know what? I'd hire that guy. Like after I interview, I'm like, I'd hire like, and I might say, I might. Well, you say, might make cut the pony. I might and say to talk. him, no, just hold still one second. But yeah, but but I not, tripped and fell with my scissors. Yeah, but he's like, he's like, he really knows what he's doing. He was it's great. a total side trip, but my. One of my favorite uh, Zach Galifianakis jokes yeah. is he's like, I've been using X body spray lately. I'm sorry for the African-Americans in the audience. Um, ask. <laughs> <laughs> Which is still one of my favorite. Like, he just does it so deadpan. I don't get it. <laughs> no, but like, how many times have you seen like the ponytail? Like the ponytail. Oh, yeah, no, no. It's, it's like the ponytail. I, well, I wish I could remember there was a guy that he had like a really weird speech impediment too, and this long pony. He was oh, I know really talking, angry. Uh, uh, yeah, um, I know exactly who you're talking about. And I and 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 we were uh, we were fighting about something. Yes, and y'all uh, really get into it. He has a speech impediment and this weird. It'll come back to me. Yeah, pony. Like Adnan's yeah. attorney in the um, in the uh, in Syria. 
Is this the guy? It's like, yeah, of course he was going to be found guilty with that. Never get off. No. Yeah. But I don't know if he should. I'm not sure. I know you still think he did it. I don't know if he did. That's no. why I'm not. I can't tell. I don't know. Did you Cereal. listen to that? No. Uh, yes. Cereal. Yes. What do yes. you think about that? Yeah. Look, I mean, I, I'm I'm sorry. There's not going to be another trial. Me too. But um, what do you? But it's it, to me, it is, but, yeah, it is fishy. I mean, look. Maybe based on based on what I know about that, I think it might have been hard to vote guilty because you yeah. do have doubt. I mean, you're yeah, there was reasonable doubt. You're supposed to be convinced. Well, same with the staircase, which is yeah, and yeah. it's a little bit like like Tex McIver in uh, in Atlanta who yeah. shot his wife through the back seat of the car. I mean, uh, with the gun that he felony dumb, very tough to prove deliberate attempt at murder there. Well, that's uh, that case was also yeah, it was very yeah. weird that he just had a. Well, first of all, I mean, who it was... kills their wife? First of all, he's got lots of unrestricted access to his wife at their ranch, yeah. which is outside of Atlanta, and EMS can't get there. So if you shoot somebody, they're going to bleed out before any help arrives, and there wouldn't be anybody else around. But no, you're going to do it. But having a gun in your you're gonna lap was weird, it, You're going to do it. You're going to shoot somebody through the seat. First of all, you have no idea what it, the bullet's going to hit in yeah. there. I mean, we come back and hit you. You have no idea. Yeah. And meanwhile, you're... The wife's best friend is driving the car. She's sitting right next to the victim, yeah. and you can't control her. You don't know what she's going to see yeah. or what she's going to tell law enforcement. That makes that whole theory very tough. Well, yeah, what did that. you think about the the friend driving? Well, I mean, I interviewed her. I mean, they. Yeah. I mean, she and Tex were absolutely not having any kind of relationship, which is what everybody thought. No, I didn't think that. I just thought that she was like flip floppy. I don't know. She didn't seem like very. I, I strong think, with her case. I think originally she believed Tex, and I think she wanted okay. to believe Tex. I think she wanted to believe that it was a okay. that it was an accident. Yeah, and like everything that he does after the fact makes him just look guiltier and guiltier. Yeah, you know, he starts talking about how much money he's going to get. Yeah, he sells all her clothes and jewelry and furs like right away. Yeah, and he starts talking to other people about other women, and he. It has a he, he and his attorney go in and talk to the cops, and they said, we don't know what happened here, but the gun wasn't cocked. In other words, yeah, yeah. then he had to pull really hard on the trigger to make it fire. Yeah. Well, okay, you know, what you should do is just shut up. And, yeah. and, and actually, I mean, one of the things, I mean, his attorneys who went to trial were not his attorneys at the time he was saying and doing all these dumb things. Uh, otherwise, uh, this all might have ended differently. But it's yeah his his whole behavior. But I I put him almost also in the Michael Peterson category. He's an odd guy. No, he's an odd guy. And I and I his mean, the things that he said and did, did that I, doesn't necessarily make you guilty. It just makes you no. And I mean at odd. The end, but then again, it could make you at sentencing. He you know he doesn't he doesn't testify at sentencing. He comes out and he sits down and he starts talking about how he's going to miss his godson, right? And how he's going to miss the food at Chick Fil A. Yeah. That was a really you know, and how his godson you know uh, you know loves the Warriors, right? So yeah. he's a Warriors fan, right? Yeah. You know, and then he says, you know, by the way, my wife who I accidentally shot and is gone. Yeah, I miss yeah, you so much, honey. Too, but those nuggets at Chick Fil A, <laughs> child, those yeah. are just fucking good yeah. as shit. Yeah, well, the, I, maybe it's yeah. hard for a number weird three. person to get a good trial. I mean, it's like well, like like the staircase with Michael yeah. Peterson. I remember like the first episode, the very first one, where he's telling you know, oh, we went to the blockbusters and got America's sweethearts, and we you know we watched ate our dinner, and then. He, he walks out by the pool and he said, and then that was the last time I saw Kathleen alive. No, wait. It was when I went back in after she had fallen. Like yeah. he, he, you know, said something. But then again, you're like, you're being recorded. Yeah. Like, and you could like, yeah. what, it's what possible you? to. 
I'm troubled but, but that there like, was somebody else in Germany who died in exactly the same way. Right. That's why I, but, I can't get But over he that wanted fact. to be in front of the camera. Like, he yeah. was definitely. No, no, that's extremely weird. That's, that's extremely, extremely weird. weird. But yeah. she did. They said, oh, she had been complaining of headaches. She had been going to the doctor. There is. Uh, <laughs> I know that's why I live in a one story. <laughs> Joe, Martin and I were talking about this just before we started, where it was like it was about a little bit about sexual harassment. It was it's like if you just get one Lauren was person, saying stop it, and you yeah. kept but doing if you it, get right? one person mm-hmm. accusing you. There's re- there's there's there, I think you have reasonable doubt. It's when you get like three people who are saying thirty people yeah, who don't know each other who are telling the other. same story. And their stories are yeah. all like slightly and similar and but I very felt, detailed. That's how I felt about Peterson in this in this particular case. So well, I mean it's, it's you could go. I mean, like I was just talking to I was doing stand up at the Improv this past week, and there was a few of us talking about Chris Hardwick. Yeah, like did oh you, yeah, you yeah, know, and that was something that like this. Ex girlfriend yeah. writes a very very detailed, you know, and and then you read like, wow, that's he gets fired, you know, yeah. from shows. There's no investigation that that can take place. There, there's there's not like somebody investigating yeah. to see. Let me prove this innocent or guilty. Like that catfish show that Neve Nev whatever yeah. his name mm. is. Somebody yes, yeah, no. somebody said accused him of something. They. Put, let's pause the show. Let's do an investigation with the third part. You know, right. they found nothing. Okay, let's resume. Uh-huh. This will never be like it's just this one. That's exactly it, how I felt, and they got rid of him so quick. And I mean, yeah, it, it's a and, yeah, and there's I, two. There's like an ex fiance, an ex girlfriend. They're all coming forward and saying, no, he would not. Like that's not the guy I honestly, know. Honestly, if like if like being like a terrible boyfriend, yeah. or husband is 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 grounds for firing. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of somebody should probably take my job. Um, <laughs> but everybody, but that's what I mean. Like that to me was something that like I. That's, I mean, it's different, but it is the world we live in now. Like, somebody wrote no. a piece. It never even named him. We all knew who it yeah, was. Yeah. But, like, for him to lose everything right. based on she could be telling the truth 110%. Yeah. It, she could be lying 110%, well, no, it's but a, we'll it's, never know. Well, yeah. it's a couple of things. I mean, one is that, you know, I mean, we've never, I mean, there's, we're in a time where, where, where any accusation is almost sort of instantly believed in a way it wouldn't have been before. The public, right. right? And the other thing is like, opinion, right? like in show business, there isn't any agency that's going to investigate as long as it's not an actual yeah. actionable criminal yeah. act, right. you know? I mean, if it's what he was accused of, like who, there's no, yeah. you know, there's no HR department for all of showbiz, you know? Yeah, and it's like you, you posted something, something was posted and, this whole thing, your life is just becomes true. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's, it's not fair that, that that's the reaction, but it, then if, if it's not the reaction from AMC or whatever, then it's like, Oh, you condone that kind of behavior. It, there has to be a, somebody has to draw a line in the sand. At yeah. This no, point. no I, it, I think it's not, it's I mean, not I, right I, look, I'm happy. The pendulum. Look, I, 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 since the eighties had heard secondhand from people that Bill Cosby was raping women. Honestly, people on that set knew that this was going on. The bosses knew. I have a friend who was a stage manager whose job was to keep the cute extras out of his dressing room. Oh, really? Camille knew. So this had been going on for a really long time, but he was making money, and 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 they right. didn't. So I'm happy that the pendulum has swung oh, yeah. away from that. But there's you know, obviously there's going to be that 
there's that overcorrection. Oh, I mean, look, when I when I joined this business, which was you know before any of you were born. I mean, not okay, me. Now you were already on Modern Family then, but uh, <laughs> but but you could grope everyone, right? Right. And now well, you're I like, mean, no, you can't anymore. I mean, right. I mean, what's what's with that? I mean, when no. when I when I started, which was in 1975. I mean, in, in oh cool, someone here know, is older than I am. Right. The Fantastic. words the words sexual and harassment were not even mentioned together. No. Uh, particularly not in the workplace and there was thing, and there was nowhere where where I worked in there there was nowhere for women to go and there were guys who I mean I mean I, the only good news is I mean the, to the extent that I saw some of this happen I I didn't need a seminar to know that, that that's, that's not an acceptable way to behave but man was it uh, it was very widespread well before we actually started recording and I think it's just because you're from a different generation I you were referring to Helen Thomas as that um, hot piece in the skirt and I thought like that I felt to me was that wrong. bothered you it did I felt like it's like look it's from another Danny time. was like I said it first and it's really not right. You know? I coined that phrase, and now here you are stealing my shirt. Hey, you know? so since we're, since we're on this, before Dateline, you had a whole career. I did. I did. So, so which how, how did you, were you a journalism major? I mean, what, no, how did you start? I, uh, you know, your origin story, Josh. Okay. I, um, that's a good question. That's a good question. I, uh, it's not even about us. I know. I, I'm trying. Hey, I'm going to go get a drink. Wait, I'll talk okay, cool. <laughs> I, I grew up in, uh, I was born out here in California, but I grew up mostly in Washington, D.C. My dad was in, was in public service. He was in, he was, he was actually briefly a, uh, an entertainment attorney here in Beverly Hills. Really? And then decided that he just couldn't do that you for his whole life. Family. You come from a yeah. known family. There's, there's pictures at the Palm. Yes, but. Uh, Are you from the Mankiewicz family? I am, yes. I did not know that, Josh. Yes. Wow. Yes. yes. Right? I would have been so much nicer to you right? all along. Right? Now, I thought you knew that. Hey, yes. um, can, I, can I wash your car later? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. I did uh, not know that. That's amazing. Well, you know, my um, my dad sort of did, did sort of was the first one to sort of not go into the family business. Uh-huh. Uh, and he went to law school, and he was a journalist, and then he was in the Peace Corps for a while, and then he went to work for Robert Kennedy. And so through all of that, I sort of got much more of an education in in politics and public affairs than I did in sure. you know movies in Hollywood even though I was sort of aware that all the rest of my family was was out yeah. here cranking out product yeah and but I, I was always much more interested in, in in becoming a journalist and so I started doing that when I was a sophomore in college I went to work at ABC in the summer where'd you go to school Haverford okay. and and with journalism was not they didn't have that as a major so what was your, what my you, major was uh, sociology, uh-huh. which has come in very, very handy. Oh my god, that you can't open the New York Times <laughs> without like that was sociologists. Needed. I took every I mean, sociology course right. in college. Yeah. I love yeah, sociology. Yeah, it was, it was, it was uh, um, which is exactly what you do. <laughs> like, yeah, weird so, is though. So uh, anyway, and then I, yeah, and then I, I and I started at ABC, and then I I was I covered was uh, local ABC or no, a network in the network bureau in DC, and I was wow. covering Capitol Hill for a while. I mean, behind the camera. And then Carl, who was in the White House at this point? Uh, when I got there, Gerald Ford. Wow. Yeah. And then, um, and then Carl Bernstein. No one remembers this. Carl Bernstein was briefly hired by Rune Arledge off the Washington Post to become the Washington bureau chief for ABC News in a job in which Carl was spectacularly miscast. Yeah. That's primarily a manager's job and not a journalist's job. Sure. But one of the few things that Carl did while he was bureau chief was decide that I, who was a sort of off-camera reporter should become an on-camera reporter and he called the guy who owned the washington dc affiliate it was this texas banker named joe albritton 
and said, <laughs> and said, and Carl then was like, you know, one of the two best known no, journalists No, he's a, he's a world. People who don't know any journalist yeah. know him. Yeah, right. And he called Joe Albritton, who I'm sure took his call, like on the first ring, and said, uh, uh, I got this guy and I want you to put him on TV. And like, like now that would never happen. No, you'd be and, like, you got to go to Victoria, Texas. Exactly. <laughs> and and Albert was like, sure, send him over. Like, what a cool wow. story. Right? So whenever I see Carl, which is only like every like 10 years or something, Carl, Carl always points at me and says to whoever's around, he goes, this is the only thing I did in TV that worked. Right? Aww. So, That's awesome. So... <laughs> So because of that, I was I was a reporter in Washington where I already lived. So at least I knew my way around, and I yeah. knew the history of like who'd been mayor and that kind of thing. Yeah. And I did that for about fourteen months, and then ABC brought me back as a correspondent. And wow. So that's where I started. That's um, awesome. Yeah. And I covered a lot of wars and a lot of Central America and a lot of the Middle East. Well, how did you get yeah. into then like? Investigative, like how did you get you into? You know, I was a political reporter in in New York City at the at, at the CBS station, and then out here at KCAL. And then I, I I got offered a job when news magazines were kind of exploding in the early nineties. I got offered a job at Dateline, and I got offered a job on a news magazine that Fox was creating. Uh, uh, no, after Current Hard Affair, copy. no, because <laughs> those are Current Affair, like everybody knows, right? No, I was a uh, uh, I was uh, one of the reporters on the late but almost never lamented front page. Uh, oh. Which was uh, Ron Reagan was on it. I don't know if you remember. I that. have a weird, like almost uh, was I high at the time, and I probably was watching that memory. Yes, and so I went to work there, and that didn't and that didn't last. But we all were, of course, high all the time, um, and uh, uh, and that didn't last. It was only on for about a year, and then Dateline offered me a job again, and this time I took it. Wow! So yeah. when did Dateline? Officially, like you know. uh, I mean, when I started Dateline. No, just like Dateline, Dateline in general. Like, I started in '95, and I think Dateline was on for two years before that. Okay. I think. What happened? This is not your responsibility. Okay. Yes. But what happened to Stone Phillips? I've never uh, seen anybody leave the planet faster. Well, you know, he um, middle-aged ladies jerked off. He was away. so handsome. He he's has that still, great voice. I got news for you. I, he still has a great voice, and he's still super handsome. He's uh, Stone is doing great. He has a home uh, in California, in Northern California, and he's still in uh, New York City. <laughs> Jenny's been reduced to jelly. I yeah. know. Guy what happened to Stone Phillips? Like, I never would have no, thought guy, in my mind, like, mentally okay, thinking about this. Okay, a couple things. A couple things. That is his real what? name. It is. It is. I know it's his real name, uh, which, by the way, how is there not more uh, stones? Right. It is his real name. He was the... We started at ABC together behind the camera, both of us. Wow. He was, he's always been like the world's nicest guy. Did, was, he, did he just decide to leave? Yeah, he just decided, you know, he, he, took, he, he would, I, I think he had just signed a contract when they paid him out. Uh-huh. And so I think he went a couple of years without working and getting a, a, probably a pretty significant salary. And then he just decided, you know what, I think, I think that if the right thing had come along, he might have done it. He might have gone yeah. back in, but I think he didn't want to. And, uh, he and he's been, things. yeah, he's done some documentaries. He did a thing on, uh, on concussions and football. And he did, a, uh, he did a, a great documentary called Moving with Grace about his mom who has Alzheimer's. Oh wow! Oh, yeah, I, I heard about those. Yeah, I didn't which if you can see it anywhere, I don't know where you would find it, but if you can find it, it's very well done. I think it was guy will it. look. Guy will look for it, yeah. and if we can find it, we'll yes. look to it. Okay. Yeah, Stone Phillips. That was my mom. Always had a big boner for him. I'm not kidding. I mean, like I'm, I'm from really, Texas. I'm yeah, a, yeah. Oh yeah. I, I don't want to harp on this, but I'm straight. I mean, I really am. If you said but so, I honestly. But I honestly, I get it. I mean, it's like if I had to. I can't think of I, you could I couldn't do I mean I couldn't do better than Stone. No, you could not. No, no. that guy. No. no, just talking to me. 
No, my, uh, are you saying your name looking in your eyes? Yeah. Holy shit. You'd be <laughs> squirting everywhere. Looking you? over his shoulder. Uh, by the way, let me also say, Stone Phillips, you know, we're talking about Bill Hader, but Stone Phillips, still- one of the first people ever to do an imitation of me. Really? And still, when I call Stone, he answers the phone by saying, Hi. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, is that really? something that you can yes. find? Is that yes. something that we can Google? <laughs> is is it on YouTube? Uh, maybe. Can we now, look at that guy? Was there, because I, I, I know in my business this happens all the time, and it's friendly sometimes, and sometimes it's not friendly, but was there competition between you and the other? Like, would you watch the other news magazines and go sure, and sure. say something like, Oh come on, give me a oh, break. all the time. I watch and think and think like, why are you telling the story this way? Yeah, why are you giving this away now? Why are you not waiting with this? Right. Also, have you not learned how to interview anybody? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's this is. Well, right? You're probably thinking that right now. Florida <laughs> 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 is for sure. <laughs> so, like when you're watching, because it used to be Dateline 2020. That was like those were the two. Hard. Does 2020 can't hold a candle to y'all anymore? Well, it's kind of... They, they sort now of... Now they're like, what would you do? It's like, what would I do if I saw a mom beating up her kid? I'd probably be like, good job. Like, fucking walk off. <laughs> yeah, but that's, go just, back to it, but that's just candid <laughs> camera, right? But with a moral. Right. Right. And, and, and yeah, that's right. And it, but, but that's not taking they're, the place of 2020. That's a whole other that show. Is. Yeah. They're trying to find I mean, their... Got, 2020 is still but it, sort but of... But isn't it like an extension of 2020, them doing that? What would you it do? It was show? at one point. But now twenty now oh, what would you do as its own program? There's still a separate 20. John King Yonis has his own program. Right. But 2020 is trying to be y'all now. Oh, yeah. Right. 2020 totally. is against but us. But it's not working. On, on, no, it's not. We've been, we've been pounding them. It's not working them. at all. We've been turning them into a fine powder. And I think we can all agree that, and I mean, you've said this many times, Josh, that um, John Stossel is a douchebag. Um, <laughs> okay. I mean, John Stossel hasn't been on 2020 in about 20 oh, years. Oh, okay. Damn but, it. I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, damn it. Yeah. I uh, I, was, I don't watch it at all. <laughs> when I was working in Houston as a news producer, and I, I worked for the ABC. What did he station. stick with that mustache though? Oh, like sometimes if if there was a big story or something in Houston, the people would come in to use you know like editing base and everything. And I remember this <laughs> this man walking past me, and I was like, somebody needs to go check it out. This dude looks just like John fucking Stossel. You gotta look a mustache and everything, and they were like, Jenny, that's that's who it is. That he he was he was doing some. You he were, was so excited. You were that, KTRK, right? Yeah. Okay. When I was when I was covering Hurricane Alicia in uh, 1982, which was right before you were born, I graduated high school that year. Right. I was uh, born in '78. And uh, I was at ABC then, and so we went to we went to Houston to cover this, and we and we worked uh, out of out of. Uh, uh, KTRK and appara- well, there's a swimming pool in the and middle and shit. Apparently, <laughs> and I met Marvin Zindler, which was like, oh, like hugely, that was a big deal, yeah, hugely yeah. thrilling. Oh, awards. Marvin Zindler, who had so many awards, he was like the original TV consumer reporter, the best oh, wow. whorehouse in Texas. That, that was guy, he was the one that busted. Him, the, right? Oh, really? Like, so, yeah, it was it Dom DeLuise's. He had so yeah, many yeah. awards that they had climbed up the walls of his office and they had taken over like kudzu. They had taken over the ceiling. <laughs> really? It just went right up the wall. Then it made a left turn Charles right across the room. No, yeah. so so, and I, I of course had a wonderful time. But apparently, we rubbed KTRK the wrong way so many times that they wrote this mean letter to the network about how awful we all were. Yeah, I still remember that. Yeah. Oh God, I. Yeah, they're all dead now. But yeah. <laughs> well, Marvin, I, when I started working there, not Marvin, he was not part of that. Well, he he's no longer with us. God rest but, his soul. But when I started working there, like as a kid, we watched. You, that this is the station I watched growing up. Sure. So like t- when I got hired there, I'm like, holy shit. Like I'm watching, right. you know, Dave Ward. Who, yeah. Hello friends. I'm Dave Ward. I'm like, Oh my God. Right. This is he was the I'm anchor like, there when I was yeah, there. Yeah. And 
I couldn't believe it. And I remember I meet Marvin, and Marvin was just this like he'd wear a white suit with a black shirt well, his, with a white tie, oh, no. French manicure, a white wig. His his He's, hair was the color of like the. Pink he had hair. a million yeah. wigs. Yeah, white. wow. And he would wear yeah. these blue tinted glasses. Yeah. And I mean, he would go like you'd go, Marvin. Um, turn your phone off, Marvin. It's it's not working with your hearing aid, and we just hear, and we just start going like Marvin, your hearing aid, your you know your phone, take your phone out, and he what what huh? Sounds like another Bill Hader character. He just he would just (laughs) shout everything. It was it was the slime in the ice machine. That was his slime in the ice machine. Slime in the ice machine, and Uh. I remember like I'd go in the newsroom, and he'd be sitting at my desk, like at my like reading the paper, and I thought I. How can I ask him to move? Get the fuck out of my chair, Marvin. Like what? he's he's a, so I would just like Hey man, what's happening? What? <laughs> so nothing. Nothing of uh, I gotta gotta get get clinking you gotta, here. You <laughs> but, producing this gas. You know, you know. Maybe maybe I could Starring you push you yeah. away here in your French manicure. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah. he was they I have to say, my yeah. my favorite thing that ever happened uh, <laughs> the like Every time I was around him, he really was like truly the loveliest man. And at his mm-hmm. funeral, and he ended up, he, I mean, he was in his 90s, pancreatic yeah. cancer. And he just said, I'm not getting treatment. Treatment. I've had a wonderful life. That's it. And his son, who spoke at his service, said, well, I told, I told dad, you know, he, you, want, you want to have it open to the public. You want your service for everyone because he was a man of the people. Mm-hmm. He, did, he did a lot of really good things. And uh uh-huh. He said, Dad, I, I think you should... Uh, Joel Osteen offered up Lakewood Church, which is huge. If you want to open to the public. You no, know? he didn't even do that for the flood. So that's, that's amazing. Exactly. It's like, uh, wow. Yeah, oh, oh, these are people that aren't going <laughs> to right. p- use this as a toilet. Okay, yeah, they yeah. can come out. And uh, his son, so he said, uh, I go, Dad, I don't really think that's going to work because if you want it open to the public, do you know how many people are going to be here? He goes, I want it at my temple, at my temple, which is not very big. And he said, I don't... You know, he goes, no... Well, Joel Osteen, he's agreed, and he said, "Well, I think at this point, son, that's going to be your problem and not mine." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "So it's going to be at my." T- oh, there was people just pouring into the oh, street. That's amazing. Yeah, but he did. He did like no, so many very, wonderful especially things. Especially growing up, whatever town you're in, you, you develop because you see these local news people as these giant stars. That's right. And I, oh, I mean, I just God. remember like being in high school and and like. Sue Simmons was in it was like in my town doing a story on something probably drunk um, <laughs> guessing at that point but 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 she was like she was like I grew up watching her and yeah. like you just remember all of these Katie Tong I remember was Katie's well, still on the air is she still on yeah. the air like she's at PIX I, think. I have a very funny so my friend and I in ninth grade we took a day off and we were or it was like on a weekend and we went into the city I grew up right outside of Manhattan in Jersey and we're going to the city and we see Kaidi Tong doing a stand up so we're the two idiots behind her going like this what we didn't realize was the story was on New York holding its gay parade and so and so behind us is the gay we're, we're missing it because we're just seeing the camera and then all our friends th- I just assumed we were coming out again this is 19 19- 79 and we're kids it wasn't that open to that at that point nice yeah nice but you got on tv so. i got on tv which yeah. is what was most right. important that's right well i will say just Mar- one thing marvin did and we could probably put this is that he had this project smile thing that he did and it was all for little kids that had the right. clap right. yeah yes. and he was that was his big he and and there was all these kids at the funeral that were there that had been his 
you know, oh, oh it was really sweet. He, had, he he did a lot of good. He was a really good man. They're running but that I, commercial on CNN of all the kids with that, and it's very disturbing to watch. I mean, I'm happy that they're doing it. It's, but yeah, you think, like, God, it's... It changes their lives. It's so... Because, yeah. yeah, because it's not something that's life-threatening, but it, it is life, you know, no, like, you it's life-altering. Like, if you have something like mm-hmm. that, you're not... Horrible. What are you going to do in life? Like, no, it's fine, no. Yeah, so that was something that was very sweet that he did. But yeah, that was when Joel Osteen did open up the church. Oh, well, he used to the be, good old days. Yeah, the, the, good, old, the good old days. I, I, like, like, when, I like when he was like, it's flooded, and yeah. he's like, oh shit, oh, people have people, iPhones. I don't and want everyone's people, like, no, I don't want people not. traipsing <laughs> mud into my uh, crystal right. church. Yeah, it's like, oh, I saw Katrina. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want that. Yeah. We don't want round two yes. of that shit. I have one more we question. We did not allow you to speak. I, I have one more I have one more question. So are you year round on that show? Is there hiatus? Yes. So are you always so right now you're working on a story how yes. far in advance? Well, usually a couple of months. I mean this thing that, that we just did a couple of weeks ago in uh, in Phoenix, we you know, it was that aired like a month after the actual crime. So that's a pretty yeah, quick turnaround, that which was a the... hugely accelerated schedule for us. Yeah. But normally it's like a couple of months from a couple of months from when it ends. Like, right, you know when it ends, and then you go do the interviews, and then you, and and so yes, we're on a lot of the stuff that we're on opposite is uh, they're in repeats over the summer, right? And so we are we're like the only thing new at that hour sometimes, and you're well, like, and, and so we oh. keep going. I was gonna say there was one that when I was trying to explain to my mom like how long it takes because she was like, well, I know someone that I think did this. You should get your friends. I'm like, that's not the way it works, mm-hmm. and I I said no. These these things take. You have to understand that it's like. Y'all wait for something to be beginning to end, right? And then you have, and to, then we start, yeah. And, and then that the takes trial a while. Th- and I said, I, you got married, yeah. And there was one in particular that you would have a wedding ring, and you wouldn't have a wedding ring. Right. That's right. That's <laughs> and right. I, and I caught it. I remember I was like, That's oh, right. it was after Josh got married. Then you right. were interviewing someone and else, and there I was, was like, I was like, oh, pre-marriage. That, that was. <laughs> That's right. How long have you been married, Josh? Uh, just over two years. Oh my God! Yeah. So you still love her? I. <laughs> I did. Those are great she times. She sounds pretty awesome. She though. is awesome. Uh, apparently, the secret is waiting until you're 60. This is my first marriage. This is your first marriage? Yes. yes. Wow. Yeah. You're smarter than anyone. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I love you very much at home. I got married once. No, I know you did. I mean, it was awesome getting divorced, too. Just wait. Just wait. It's going to be so <laughs> No. It's By the so way, cool. It's so supposedly, cool. Get an 80th birthday present. Yeah. I want you to give yourself that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, would it be fair to describe Josh Mankiewicz as a delight? I would call him a delight. Okay. I've always thought that. Wow. We're so grateful you came. Uh, you even tolerated my dog humping you. This is like the most fun I've ever had. Oh, my God. You're welcome. But then again, you mostly hang out with people who've right, who killed someone. Who've just, had, who've just had horrible losses. That's <laughs> You've right. only talked to people <laughs> with right. ponytails that are lawyers. And, yeah. uh, oh, he's got oh, one more thing. The ponytailed yeah, lawyer. Please. His shirts. Uh, he looked to me like a guy who had almost everything he had custom made. The guy with the ponytail. He had a he had a shirt and and sort of down here, like right above his belt line, it says thirteen and a half, right? And I said, "What's thirteen and a half?" And he says, 12 jurors, one judge, half a chance." Shut the fuck oh, up! Oh no, that's the kind of defense attorney I want. Oh, also, no. by the way, that's like the stuff of movies. So that is that's really yeah. Okay, wow. <laughs> I remembered what I wanted to ask you. That this is something that always makes me laugh is that I know that y'all have to get, you know, you're, you're talking to a sister, a friend, a family member. You're talking to two detectives. Y'all have to get the shots of them. All right, pretend you're working on your laptop. Right, right. All right, grab right. your cup of coffee with two hands and walk over that bridge. Right. We need that shot. Right. 
does that not make you laugh a little bit? It, well, first of all, I don't have to be there when most of that stuff is done. I know, but, but when yes. you see the finished product, oh, yeah. no, no. It's, it's like you're trying to catch in a candid all, moment, but you know good and well. That we actually, like, in the same way that we spent a lot of time thinking about how to disguise who the bad guy is, right, right? Or, so, or somebody who got convicted, huh. we also spend like, we're spending more and more time. Like, now, now you can have a drone. Right, which didn't used to be the case. Oh, right. So now, oh. Yeah. So no now, shit. Yeah, I mean, anybody can have a drone now. So now, yeah, but I didn't know y'all used. Oh yeah, we use them all the time, which makes which makes like B roll like a lot easier and better because it used to you be have to get stock footage. Well, it used to be you know you'd see them you know at the river kind of staring out into the middle distance. Yeah, but now you right? can do that unbelievable or, shot. Right, or they'd be at their coffee table, you know, the way we all are looking right. through the photo albums again yeah. and again yeah. and again. Like so, I, <laughs> I mean, that stuff ended up being sort of cliched, and so I'd much rather now. You know, somebody's you get the cops like they're driving around or they're on the computer or they're you know my favorite one that y'all do because it's always and i'm not like this is this has nothing to do with the person that was killed it's that if they have a friend that's like the friend that really wants to talk right oh yeah this, the, you, and you've seen them you know oh, totally and that'd be, be danny for you right? yeah, yeah without a doubt and, yeah. and that this, is totally so this right. is what danny would be doing every time it's the friend that really is way too like yes. and, and they also know i told her you know that he was bad from the beginning their shot is them with their iphone going <laughs> and they pretend to be like texting or checking something but it's really like they need their readers, but they don't have their readers uh, on. Oh, so they're, this is the over. Texting, this like, is the overacting B-roll. Uh-huh. I love it. It's, that's that's always, but it's only with the like mouthy friend. Yeah, yeah. They're they're they're. Would they, you agree with that? Uh, I'm now going to have to pay very close attention. <laughs> okay. to that. And there's always I've, like a, a mug, you know, on the table, right? and then there's just this really right. like. I'm glad we've gotten away from the looking through the photo album, and the, the drones really have helped a lot. Yeah, I do, but the detectives that go through paperwork together side by side in a dark room. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yes, they do that a lot. Cops do that a lot. They sit in an otherwise dark room and just sift through the evidence of a case that they've already solved. Very clean dark yeah. room, and they've just printed out. Yeah. Nothing. You don't believe that that happens, huh? And it's like, oh, this is actually them no, going through this case and solving uh, it, even though they were just wearing that same I will shit. Tell you one thing, I'll tell you one thing it. we did was we, we wanted to disguise the fact that somebody <laughs> was out of custody. So, so and, and therefore that he'd beaten yeah. the charges. So we shot some video with like an old home video camera or an iPhone. So we had pictures of them, moving pictures, but they looked terrible. Like some friend of theirs had done it because if it looked, like I said, million. and I said at to the, the producer, bottom like, it had like the date. I said <laughs> to the producer, I'm like, yeah, it says zero zero zero. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, I said yeah. to the producer, don't hire a crew for this because if it's professionally shot, they're yeah. gonna know. No, that's Dan true. Is not not yeah. under arrest. Yeah, that's you know? right. So so shoot it really badly, and they were like, okay, and and and, then, and, then, and it and it really and it it looked. It, it looked, looked poorly. <laughs> it looked like somebody's, you know, sister had shot it, and the guy was probably still locked up. Okay, last wasn't. question that I had: Is there anyone that you've interviewed that that did something that you'd be like, God, I hope that person doesn't get out because they're going to come find well, me? Or like that? Oh, no, or not that, that that's a, like the craziest no. person. Like, no. what's the most insane kind of? No, wild... I mean, first of all, I mean, yeah, I'm curious about this. First myself. of all, most of the people that that I interview, the people who've been convicted or or are awaiting trial. By the time they talk to me, they're always on their best behavior because they're trying to convince me this is all yes. a mistake. But I you can it. tell you've talked to enough people that you know. Right. No, no. There's some people who I, I absolutely would not want to meet again in a dark <laughs> alley, but but they're unlikely to come after me, I yeah. think. But to the murder... Well, they're just like the craziest person. They're like when somebody's oh, just so like calm, eerily uh, the guy, uh, Well, the, the guy who killed uh, uh, Tom and Jackie Hawks off of the coast of uh, Newport. Um, De Leon? He, 
Yeah. Uh, Skylar, oh, that was the that was a Power Ranger. Skylar Leon. Yeah. Yeah, and he was like a, trying to say that he was a woman and shit. Yeah. He he later. That did, guy was because he, he even had crazy eyes. He was. Like, oh yeah. No. no he he. Uh, this is a story of a guy who wanted to steal an ocean going. Uh, yacht, not oh really, God. not what you think it was a yacht, but yeah. like a like a like a big power boat from from uh, uh, from nice this couple, yeah. and he 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 used his newborn baby and his wife to lure them into a sense of of uh, security. And although the baby and the wife didn't make the trip, they were at the dock, and the and it made Jackie Hawks oh you know they had they had yeah. new grandchildren, and, and and they clearly let their guard down, and then they go out in the water with Skylar and this gang member. That they'd brought along, who uh, they'd taken to the gap and dressed, you know, Made him oh look like inoffensively. Yeah. And then out in the water, they overpowered this couple. And made them sign over power of attorney uh, and the bill of sale for the yacht, yeah. uh, and then they tied him to the anchor and threw him overboard while they were still. Jesus alive. Christ! Yeah, yeah. And, and it was like a couple that was like I would say like like my parents like they yeah. had a boat and they're like oh I just want to sell our you know we want to sell the boat we want to sell the boat move back to Arizona and be near the grandkids yeah and the yeah. boat was like one point five million like yeah it was, it was not like oh super no lavish yeah and, yeah I remember that story. yeah that was a horrific story but yeah. that that guy was really he was eerily yeah. calm yeah. like he was just yeah. wow. Yeah, and they offered the wife, who you know obviously was not there at the moment of the murder. They offered the wife, sort of queen for the day immunity, if she would roll on her husband, and she wouldn't do it. She thought if she if I shut up, we're all getting away. Yeah. And they said you can walk away, you can have a lifetime of freedom, raise that baby, and she wouldn't do it. She thought we're all going to get away with this. Oh, she was crazy. And now too. she's doing life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But- Oy vey. Oy vey. That's rough. What does that mean? I'll tell you later. You yeah, she, she's sadness. A, yeah, as we've established, <laughs> um, her anti-Semitism knows no bounds. <laughs> uh, well, Josh, thank you so much for being here. Thank, awesome. thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. One you're awesome. Well, this is my favorite interview. I say that basically about everybody, but right. I only mean it about a third of the time. You are in that third. <laughs> I want to let you well, know That's that. very flattering. Yeah, no, you should be flattered. And start wanna, writing Hallmark cards. I want to thank you all for listening. I don't. We, I'm sorry, you. guy. I know you had a lot to say. He just had a horrible loss in his family, um, and he wanted to talk about it. But we just don't have the time. I'm kidding. He didn't. He's fine. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thank you. Come back come next back, time. Come back next time. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> it's a revolution.